This episode is brought to you by 2 Before Performance Nutrition. 2 Before is a natural sports performance supplement made from New Zealand blackcurrant berries. There's a growing body of evidence behind these berries for improving endurance and kickstarting recovery. With a sweet and tangy berry flavor, you can mix it in water, juice, sports drinks, and smoothies. For optimal results, drink daily 30 to 60 minutes before training. Use code INDIANA30 online at 2before.com for 30% off 20-pack products and free shipping. Uh, but no, I, I definitely try and make sure like my family is taken care of first. And there, I mean, there's times where like in the winter, especially like I got a little banged up in January and like, it felt pretty easy to be not easy, but like, you know, I was very excited and I was, you know, in the fall and the buildup of like, kind of seeing how it would go again. And then mm-hmm. one of those things where I, when I got hurt, I was letting it kind of weigh on me mentally and was just kind of a grump, you know? And I feel like my <laughs> wife had to have a heart to heart with me that was like, Andy, if you're going to do this, <laughs> you got to have fun. Like it can't be like something that's depressing you as well. And so mm-hmm. it kind of, and that was really helpful. And I feel like it was a mental shift where it's like, okay, I'm a little hurt. It's fine. And move on and don't let this this thing that I'm trying to like achieve these goals in but achieve them in a way that uh it's not like sacrificing a ton of the rest of my life right hello everyone welcome back to the Indiana Runner podcast my name is Josh Puccinelli and this is my portion of the podcast where I sit down with some of the best coaches and athletes from around the state past and present we discuss the highs and lows of the running or coaching journeys the key insights they've gained along the way, and often dive into the bigger picture beyond the course of the track, the things that make them human, not just elite runners or coaches. The following is a conversation with 2008 Leo grad Andy Bear. Andy played sixth in cross country and was the 3200 state champion his senior year. Upon graduation, Andy joined the Hoosiers of IU. At IU, Andy was six-time Big Ten champion, 11-time All-American, and the 2012 NCAA 1500 meter champion by .01 seconds. Upon graduation, Andy joined Nike and Bowerman Track Club under coach Jerry Schumacher. In 2016, Andy moved back to Bloomington to be closer to family and to be coached by Ron Helmer. Andy accomplished a lot in his professional career, including placing fourth at the U.S. Olympic Trials in both 2012 and 2016. In 2021, he announced his retirement from the sport in 2022, and what started as a joke, he has come out of retirement and recently placed ninth in the 2023 U.S. Steeplechase Final. Andy, to date, is an Indiana alumni all-time number two in the 1500 and 334.47, number two in the mile in 352.90, number two in the 3K in 738.90, number one in the 3K steeple in 812.47, and number three in the 5000 in 1324.67. During this conversation, we take a deep dive into Andy's last year. What drew him out of retirement, getting back into elite form, having a fresh perspective on training, finding new joy in running, balancing family, work, training, and friendships, his plans for the future, and much more. Andy is on a short list of the best runners to come from Indiana. really enjoyed hearing his pursuit of being the best version of himself as a runner, but also as a father, husband, employee, and friend. Being an elite runner takes an extremely high level of commitment. Coming out of retirement, Andy has been able to come at running with a very balanced approach that was insightful. I had planned to dive into Andy's journey in the sport, but I really enjoyed the conversation we were having. I wanted to keep with the deep dive into his past year. We're planning to have a part two sometime in the next year, and I'm looking forward to that. Thank you all for listening to this podcast and supporting it. We couldn't do it without you. 
Uh, as always, hope you all enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Without further ado, I give you Andy Bear. All right, Andy, welcome to the Indiana Runner podcast. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. How's your summer going? Summer's good. Uh, we, yeah, uh, summer's over for my wife and kids, actually. They just went back to school last week. My wife's an art teacher. And then uh have a freshman and a sixth grader. So, uh, yeah, um, but we had a lot of fun. Did some fun trips around, kind of around the U.S. Champs meet. We went to Oregon and then went up and... I, I raced in Eugene, but then we did, you know, some bebop and around the Pacific Northwest and uh, went to Olympic National Park and stuff. So that was kind of our big summer thing. Uh, but then, yeah, just a lot of uh, enjoying Bloomington. Bloomington's really nice in the summer because it's quiet with all the students gone. So you can kind of yeah. get out easily. And So where does your daughter go? Uh, Bloomington South. Okay. Uh, yep. So busy doing cross country and marching band right now. Oh dang! Yeah, full days. Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I'm excited to kind of dig into your story. Uh, we start off every podcast with what's called tier talk. So we rank our top three favorite things in a certain category. And so this week's tier talk is if you had, if your life had to be a single genre. What would be your top three genres? Do you yeah. want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, all right. My three are comedy, fantasy, and poetry. Oh, um, interesting. Which I don't know. Comedy. My wife and I, uh, we like to joke and like have lots of lots of laughs together. So I feel like already we we try and incorporate some comedy. Um. Fantasy was kind of, uh, you know, just like it'd be int- like if I lived in Harry Potter world. Or yeah, something. that'd be that'd be kind of uh, an intriguing one. And then poetry is kind of like a, a vague one. But, you know, I just like a lot of poetry. So I feel like really anything can be po- like poetry can be anything. So I don't know why that is. But that that was kind of more just a, a, a genre choice that I like. Yeah. So would you like, would you have to speak in like a poetic form? Yeah. um, Yeah. I think that would like, yeah, I think kind of finding the poetry of like the life around you, maybe, Mm. or maybe, maybe speaking, I hadn't fully thought this one out yet. So (laughs) uh, yeah. How about you? I like that though. Yeah. So my, my number three is action. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I can kind of go one or two ways if your whole life yeah. is an action movie where like you're being hunted down all the time or something like that. That would not be good, obviously, but they're yeah. the good parts of action. Uh, my number two, which was my knee-jerk number one, but I'll talk about my number one when I get to it. Number two is comedy. Similar to you, love to laugh, joke around, not take life too seriously. So that would be my number two. And then number one, similar to you, is fantasy uh just because the, the options are, are like endless you know you could live in so many different worlds or create um create your own so those would be my top three but i think life would kind of be terrible if it was only one genre <laughs> yeah 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 i kind of agree um with that yeah okay. um and then our next uh icebreaker is what's called car talk 
the gist of it is those random thoughts you have when you're running in your car, in the shower, uh, whenever. So my serious one that I've been thinking about for the past, I don't know, week or so, uh, probably even longer, but it's, is the person I want to be who I really want to be, or is it a projection of what I want others to be? Um, I've even thought about that in regards to the podcast. So this will be episode 45 and just, I don't know, like, what does it look like to create a good product, but also like be myself and be, I don't know, yeah, convey that. Yeah, 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 like convey that to the listeners. So we're thinking about that. And then also just, I don't know, there's so many different relationships you obviously have in life and different types of relationships, whether it be like athletes that you're coaching or um, your family, your significant other, your bosses, you just have different, I don't know, you approach them in different ways. And so just thinking about my, even though I may act a little bit differently with my boss and I would with a friend, am I still kind of I don't know, conveying who I want to be in those scenarios? So thinking about that, um, my less serious car thought and his actual car thought is, it's just so crazy to me that like when you're really tired and you're driving, you can be going down the highway at 80 miles per hour and your body can like start to fall asleep. I just yeah. I was always blowing my mind. Like, how does your body <laughs> let you do that? Yeah, that's um, a that that's a scary one. I feel like I have a vivid or not a I don't know if I was that close to falling asleep, but uh one year after working the all-star cross country camp, driving back from Anderson <laughs> to Fort Wayne after not nearly sleeping long enough, I was like rolling down all the windows music as loud as possible yeah that one as well okay my turn um what have you been thinking about so so not so much driving i don't think because i don't drive that often i work from home mostly but so my serious thought is kind of lately really like probably the whole time i've been trying to come back running this last year like is is kind of like, am I doing a good enough job balancing everything, right? Like, am mm-hmm. I putting enough time and energy everywhere it needs to go kind of thing, right? Like, and not letting anything slip with whether it's family or my job or like, or running, I guess, if I, if that's a priority. But it's kind of like, I, I think a lot of my daily free time or whatever, or I mean, when I'm on a run or whatever and have my thoughts are going out everywhere it's always kind of trying to reflect lately on like okay like are my kids getting enough attention when i sneak out for a run at night or whatever or (laughs) is you know but uh, and i think i'm doing a good job overall but i feel like that's kind of my the thing i have to put a lot of mental energy into lately or it while i'm trying to balance it all right which is also why i probably won't uh try and be a professional runner while working forever, right? Like I can can only put that much energy in for so long. Um, but that's kind of been my serious one. Um, and then my less serious one is what I'm going to cook for dinner that night. I'm kind of the cook <laughs> in my house. And so uh, often when I'm like in uh, organized state, I, you know, plan out on the weekend what our whole week will look like. But lately, I feel like, like I travel a lot and some other things. And it's like, every day, it's like, all right, when am I going to squeeze in a quick trip to the grocery to figure out what I'm making, uh, etc. So yeah. and at the end of the world, we, we'd figure out how to eat or order takeout. So it's kind of silly. But uh, <laughs> right. I feel like it's always 
always on my mind. Do you have a, a go-to dish? Oh, this summertime we have a good garden, and um, I like to make this pesto that is actually has like an avocado base. It's a pesto mm-hmm. pasta that you you put avocado in as well. Um, that's kind of a summer staple, and then the winter I like to make a lot of soups. So, mm-hmm. okay, uh, yeah, that pesto so, sounds good. You, yeah, do you like to cook? Uh, yes and no. I don't know. I, I find that I like try to be too extravagant, like the week, like planning out my week. I usually yeah. end up like not following through, just being busy. Yeah. So it's kind of it's a balance. Of oh yeah, totally. things, you know. Yeah. Um, so with your serious car thought, is there a, a ball that you're trying to juggle in your life that falls most easily? Uh, running probably. Mm, okay. uh, to be honest, because like, uh, and I. But I mean, there's other times, like my job's been pretty flexible. So it was like, rather than letting it drop, I feel like what I ended up doing was just being pretty open with my uh, boss and was kind of like, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. And there's almost so much time in my day. And he was very like, cool with me kind of working less hours and being pretty, pretty flexible with it all. Uh, but no, I I definitely try and make sure like my family is taken care of first. And there, I mean, there's times where like in the winter, especially like I got a little banged up in January and like it felt pretty easy to be not easy, but like, you know, I was very excited and I was, you know, in the fall and the buildup of like kind of seeing how it would go again and then mm-hmm. one of those things where I when I got hurt I was letting it kind of weigh on me mentally and was just kind of a grump you know and I feel like my <laughs> wife had to have a heart to heart with me that was like Andy if you're gonna do this <laughs> you gotta have fun like it can't be like something that's depressing you as well and so mm-hmm. it kind of and that was really helpful and I feel like it was a mental shift where it's like okay I'm a little hurt it's fine and move on and don't let this this thing that I'm trying to like achieve these goals in but achieve them in a way that uh it's not like sacrificing a ton of the rest of my life right like you're Mm -hmm. always gonna have to sacrifice little things like you know won't go get beers with someone or you know or like I try and sleep more rather than going and you know watching another episode of a show I don't need to you know like there's little things they're like getting up early or really trying to squeeze every possible uh productive moment out of your day type of thing like you know not having as much just like sit around and look at your phone or which i think are all good things overall um but you know i feel like sometimes there's not as much time to like just sit and breathe and be relaxed always right now but it i i've still i feel like it's still good like it's a good i don't want that to sound like i'm like super overwhelmed with it all because I I think it over like it's almost just taking something I would want to do in any way and making it a little more intense right like I would always like to keep you know activity and running as part of my life anyway so it's just devoting a little bit more time so that I can try and be at that elite level type of thing yeah for sure um since we're talking about it I'm curious and it's kind of starting from the end but what prompted getting back into that elite level of shape and how's yeah. that process been? Um, it's been good. Uh, it was kind of funny 
how it started is like it kind of started as a joke uh i was playing a lot of pickup soccer and uh a guy on my team his that i would play or a guy that i would play with a lot his brother uh is the coach at grace college uh track cross country coach and he had sent uh my teammate jordan a a, a screenshot of a let's run post that said something like wish Andy Bear would just come back and run some, something long. I don't even remember what it said. But they sent me a screenshot of that. and uh, Or he sent it to like this soccer group that I like group chat I was in. And everyone was like, yeah, you should go for it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. That seems challenging. And then it was just one of those things where I had, I had been running more anyway. And I think the like world champs were about to happen. And I was like kind of watching world champs. And it was like uh there's like excitement because you know they're in eugene all that and then i don't know my wife and i were running a little bit and we were on vacation in maine actually at a friend's cabin in maine and uh we were on a run and i was like you know do you like what would you think about me trying to do this and she was like yeah i think you should you should go for it and we'll kind of like take it day by day and see what happens but um and that and when we went for it it was kind of like you know, we knew it would definitely be very finite. Like, I think I'll probably be done after next year. Uh, like, the goal would be to make the team. And then if things were going really well and someone was, like, wanting to pay me and I could go part-time at my job or something, then maybe I would do a, another year after that. But uh, but it's very much like, you know, see what we can do. Maybe, check, like, you know, I missed two Olympic teams by one spot and – so kind of bucket list item, um, but ultimately trying to do it while still like having fun most of the time. And so, um, and, and it, it has been really good, like uh, not having the pressure to like make running be my career necessarily right now, whereas like I'm making an income doing something else has made it to where like I don't I don't feel as much pressure in the day to day um which you know some of that is good where you like you need you need to make sure you're getting everything you need to get done in right but then on the flip side you know you can over overthink everything even or whatever it is um but yeah i would say overall the build's been going pretty well i thought um i had a i had a kind of a bumpy like the build was by like far from perfect um and so to get to where I've gotten to thus far this year, I think is pretty, I'm pretty proud of. Um, like I, I'd say the fall was pretty good training, but I was definitely like out of shape, like trying to get back in shape in the fall. And then I felt like I was trying to get some, or I was getting some good momentum going into like uh, December, January. And then I kind of like uh, had this like groin strain type of thing. And um that then made January kind of rough. Uh, and then I, right when that was feeling better, I like hopped in some races and I thought it was good. And then realized like I was, wasn't able to finish races like I thought I should. And all, I realized my iron was kind of low and I was doing all these like silly, like kind of rookie mistake things where I <laughs> like should have been paying attention to them better, but you know, it was like kind of balancing a lot. And, um, but yeah, so then and then the outdoor season was kind of a comedy of errors of I fell in two of my first three steeples. Um, and the second fall was pretty bad. I like fell, 
I've never had this happen, but my foot got kind of caught up with someone else's going into a hurdle. Oh, wow. Tripped going into the hurdle and like nailed my chest on it and then kind of like got whiplash around. So I knocked a rib out of place, which, uh, yeah, so that wasn't great. But so the rib was out of place. And then I just had like a from it has scrape on my knee that then like three days later, all of a sudden my knee puffed up really big and uh, the scrape had gotten a staph infection in it. And oh, so dang. that was like probably like four to six weeks out from USA's somewhere in there. Cause that was, that was probably six weeks out from USA's. It was like middle of May. I had done this meet in New York. That was a meet in New York. And then I was supposed to go to LA the following week. And then this was all like, I still needed a time to get into us champs. Uh, and so I was supposed to go to LA, but when my knee blew up, I like kind of, canceled that and tried to you know went on antibiotics and was trying to get seeing a chiropractor get my rib in place and ultimately pushed the race back one more week and ended up then finally uh still pretty sore and beat up got the time at least ran 827 six seven i think 827 in uh nashville to make it to u.s champs and then u.s champs i felt pretty good about it. i like uh i had I think I could have been a little bit like all those things. And then of course, yeah, had a little Achilles thing that happened right going into US champs. So it was like all these things that were like little that I'm thinking will be easier to con- like, I think building, like it's always a little harder and a building as a 33 year old back into it. It's like mm-hmm. my body, like building my, mu- like getting that muscular strength to feel like you're strong enough to get through things uh, and not get these little niggles uh, along the way. Uh, I'm hoping next year is a little, you're never going to have like a perfect build ever as a distance runner, right? You're always going to have little things. It's just the nature of running a lot. Uh, But I'm hoping it's a little smoother next year, but yeah, I was, I was really proud to make the final. And then in the final, I felt like if I had just run a little bit better, I could have, it would have, like, a little bit better was the difference between top five and I was ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, those top four kind of clearly separated themselves with, like, 300 to go, but, like, fifth through ninth were all within a couple seconds. So it was, like, kind of one of those things where had I run a little bit better, I probably would have come out feeling really encouraged by it, but um, I could also see that, you know, that it's right there and, um and I think to get to to that in like a little under a year, it, I feel good about. This episode is brought to you by Olipop. Olipop is a healthy and delicious alternative to soda. Available in 14 flavors, including cherry vanilla, cream soda, and my personal favorite, classic root beer. Olipop combines prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanical extracts to support your digestive health with less than 5 grams of sugar and 45 calories in each can. Indiana Runner Podcast listeners can get 15% off at checkout with code IRPODCAST15. If you'd like to support the podcast and are looking for a healthy and delicious alternative to soda, check out Olipop today. Yeah. So when you made this decision to get back into it seriously, like what kind of shape were you in? And what were your expectations, I guess? Like what did you think you could do over the next year uh, yeah good question um like what shape i'm in is kind of hard for me to answer i guess because it's like i don't don't really know i was not out of shape by any means like i i quit running consistently for a while like i was just ready for a break when i did 
kind of retire. And so I I definitely took several months of like no running. And then my wife, you know, runs quite a bit. She's um Chelsea is she's trained for Chicago right now and uh marathon and so I would jump in runs with her quite a bit, then just you know, just to catch up. It's a good time to chat and catch up and all of that. And then uh but ultimately was kind of just wanting to do other like it was like oh let's, I've no I've like just run for like twelve or thirteen years right and so I yeah I played soccer growing up like through high school early high school and so there was uh, just some good friends of mine or a good friend of mine kind of introduced me to this pickup league and then uh, I it was a lot a bunch of good guys so I just enjoyed and gals um, co-ed pickup leagues so it was fun just to hop in and try something else although. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but my body was not really ready for soccer. I running one in one plane for so long. It was like every two weeks, it was like I was straining some side to side muscle or yeah. tendon that uh, was not used to moving in that direction. So, but I, like, but I would place like we would play these two hour pickup games where I was often running way more than everyone else, but, uh, <laughs> running a lot and so I don't I don't really know what kind of shape I was in building went pretty well it's funny because I would I would really get myself in these ruts where like sit or like these situations I guess where my aerobic capacity I think was still pretty good because I just you don't lose that very quickly really I don't think when I've been training at a high level for like you know 15 plus years um like naturally that my engine was still there pretty like still is you know that came back quickly but i would end up like one workout feel really good because and then and and then the fatigue like recovery was really hard because i was i don't think all the little things like all the muscular strength was there and so like some of that aerobic fitness is there but then i would like blow myself up kind of thing for like a week because i could do a workout but then <laughs> really I couldn't do the workout type of thing, right? Like <laughs> I could do it, but then I couldn't recover from it. Um, so it that's been kind of like the hardest thing is trying to figure out the right kind of where I kind of where I'm at, I guess. Uh, but uh, Andrew Poor has been coaching me. He's the assistant at IU and uh, he's done a really good job of kind of adjusting things and making sure I'm... Uh, I feel like at first we were kind of trying to do it together and then I kind of, well, I think he more was like, do you just want me to take over? Cause I feel like I would always end up tweaking things in a bad way. <laughs> Cause I would want, I don't know. It was like one of those things where I knew what I had done years ago. Uh, and you kind of, you know, just wanted to get back there faster than I was, I was being impatient, I guess you would say. Uh, so I think he has done a good job of kind of reining me in and keeping me positive and, writing good workouts for me so yeah and I feel like since post USA's now I feel like I'm in a good training block right now that I'm feeling pretty excited um I'm gonna try and get in another race or two this summer and then shut it down and get ready for a good build for next year so but this last training blocks felt pretty um encouraging that's awesome so you mentioned that you wanted when you made the decision to get back into this that you wanted it to be I don't know, a good experience, something that you enjoyed again, and it wouldn't be like a burden on you and your family. 
has there been like keys to doing that and keeping yourself light and not too bogged down by it? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of it was just my mindset to be honest, like, um, and I've adjusted a little bit. Like, uh, I just, I, I train a little bit differently than I did before. Like I used to do a lot of doubles and a lot of, uh, different things and i just find time wise it's like uh i'm gonna run more miles in one run than less miles and or 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 less miles but do it in one run where it's one longer run right mm -hmm. um but uh to be honest uh i think it's just like that kind like kind of like my serious question of like checking in with myself as it's like am i am i take like it, it's a weird balance right because it you have to take it seriously to to be good right like you have to take it serious enough that you're you know not skipping a run every you know twice a week every week or something you know so mm -hmm. I, like i'm taking it serious enough to be really consistent but then i think um you know i think as elite athletes is it's really easy to get super like uh obsessive and i think uh just being a little more carefree about it has been good and so i think that's where my goal like i think my goal is to make the olympic team in some ways but it's kind of just to like see how i can maximize myself while mm -hmm working within these constraints kind of that I've set for myself. Right. Which is like, definitely time is a constraint, right? Like when I was doing this before is my job and really like you had, I could put unlimited time into running theoretically. Right. Cause you, you can only run so much without getting hurt. Right. And so if it's your job, a nine hour a day job, right. You're not going to run full time uh, or eight hours a day. So I don't know if I'm really answering this question that you asked, but basically uh, I mean, I, you know, I think feedback too, from those around me, like it's, uh, my wife and I are, Chelsea and I are like very close. We have a very good relationship. And so, you know, it's quick, it's easy for me to pick up on if, you know, she's frustrated or if, you know, whatever it is. And, um, and if that's being caused by like my stresses, but, um, but yeah, I feel like it was just that one bump in the road in, in January where I was like a uh, a sad grump and then <laughs> I figured it out. And um, and yeah, I, I appreciate that from her and from my family. And and they, I mean, they're supportive and they I mean, Chelsea ran at IU, so she gets it. And uh, the whole family likes running. And I think the kids in, are in you know, Christina especially is doing cross country and I think thinks it's, you know, exciting and interesting. And my son, Chris, so far, you know, doesn't necessarily care about cross country, but thinks it's cool if I like get on TV ever or yes. he gets to go to Oregon. So, uh, so yeah, I think there's like, like, I think it's trying. And I, I mean, other thing, I mean, I'm traveling quite a bit less than I would, right? Like I try and just find meets that are pretty close enough that it's like a you know a weekend trip or shorter typically um and then maybe choose like this year i might do one big meet kind of i haven't really done anything longer than like a three or four day weekend at this point but 
I might do one big race in like three weeks in China, but that's kind of up in the air still. But yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's just kind of that feedback loop too, making sure it seems like if what I'm doing isn't taking away from our family or anything like that. So yeah. So this being your I guess your last go at it. And like you said, maybe after the year you decide to keep going if things work yeah. out that way. Do you feel a lot of pressure to to nail it over this next year? Or what does that feel like? Um, thus far, no. It feels like way less pressure than before because I, I guess it's like it I'm putting that out there that it is my goal to make the Olympic team, right? But I think like the whole thing of like and having fun with it and enjoying it is like I guess I more just want to feel like I'm my main my main goal is to like get to the Olympic trials next year feeling like I pushed myself and done all these things, but ultimately like enjoyed the process kind of thing. And mm. so I feel like that almost takes the pressure away a little bit in a lot of ways. Like, um, and I really had like, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where you don't really appreciate what you have till it's gone type of thing. Whereas like first go around of running, it was like, I don't know. It was like very serious environment. And even when I came back, but even like the little things of like these friends that are your friends, like long distance friends kind of thing that I only see them at meets and and even like the running community that I, you know, kind of been checked out, not checked out from, but like definitely less intimate with after I had uh, retired. Um, just coming back and seeing everybody and like, it's been fun. So I feel like, it, no, I don't really feel this crazy amount, immense pressure because um like there's as good a chance I won't make it as I will make it, you know, at this point. Um, and so we'll see, but I think, cause I, I mean, I was only ninth this year. Right. And that's ninth without the two best guys historically in the last 10 years being at the U S champs. Right. And so it's going to be hard, but, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be fun to see where I can get to. And, uh, and it's providing a lot of fun opportunities anyway. And so, um, no, I asked me like the day before, I'll probably be pretty nervous, but like <laughs> right now I don't feel that crazy pressure. Yeah. How was the transition from like full-time professional running to like not and just working? Like, did you, it seems like a huge shift, was it? It was, um, it was a huge shift, but I kind of like, kind of kept that like pedal to the metal I guess, attitude for a little bit more than that, like, I don't know, or like the intensity of my life stayed kind of high for a little while. Cause like, uh, basically what happened with my retirement was, um, so for work right now, I am a software developer. Right. And so when I'd come back from, uh, Portland, when we moved back from Portland, you know, I knew I'd still run for a while, but also knew like, I need to have a job after running. Right. And so I kind of like had that thought in my mind, like, you know, uh, now that we're back in Bloomington, I felt like this was where we were, re we'd probably stay in Indiana. Right. Like, um, a lot of the reason we came back was to be closer to family. It's kind of like, I should maybe be thinking about like what the next steps will be when I'm done running. Um, just so I'm prepared, not cause I was ready to be done running at that point. And so, uh, I had somehow like started doing some soft, like some coding stuff, ran like when I was bored, learning stuff on my computer type of thing while running. And so 
that had been kind of something I did. And then decided like IU had this program that ultimately I was going to do this master's in it, like AI based stuff, like intelligent systems engineering uh, was my original plan. And so I took like 20 credit hours of undergrad courses because my undergrad was in biology. Um, and so the, I like, you know, sat down with the head of the department and they were basically like, well, let's get you like a little plan. Like they basically outlined like the main courses that they felt like were like integral for like the computer science type degree that um, would kind of set me up well to start this master's program. So I'd done all that and then had started the master's in the fall or like the plan was to start the master's in the fall of 2020 because at that point I was like, oh, hopefully I'll make the 2020 Olympic team and then I'll start this master's program. Or if I don't, the the plan was get through the Olympics basically and then start the master's program. Mm -hmm. And so, and hopefully still run, because I was running pretty well at that point, like I'd made the world team the year before. So the hope was also that I would still be getting paid to run and could do this master's program, right? Uh, and then in October of that year, so I was like six weeks into the master's, Nike just like didn't pay me my last payment. And there's this whole thing where they uh, were trying to reduce me for not making the Olympic team, uh, even though there was no Olympic team to make because the trials were canceled or postponed. Uh, so this whole big thing, and I was like, shoot, I'm not gonna like you know i have family and suddenly i'm not getting paid to run and i'm in this masters that i still have pretty much full two years on i'm one month in uh <laughs> and so it was this thing where i was you know trying to figure out what to do and i was i talked to a friend who was a software developer at the time i actually had just called him with a question on homework like he i texted him to be like hey i have this project that i'm struggling with and I called him and then was kind of filling him in on my life in general. And he was like, oh, uh, I would not do the master's if I were you and do one of these software development boot camp things that are 16 weeks long and you're in class like, you know, all day. And then but they teach you very industry specific things. And so that's what I, I ended up like in November or October, November, I talked to my I finished out two of the courses and dropped one of the courses knowing I was going to drop out essentially and kind of got myself prepped that I started this software engineering boot camp in January and it was like was very intense where you were you're in class like 8 to 5 every day um and then had homework outside projects outside of that and so it was like very much full-time thing which is kind of why I like you know had thought about trying to you know, balance things then to keep running through the trials. But um, it was like, this is too much. I'm just going to focus on this in, in life. And so got through that and immediately like somehow a job board opening. I saw like a couple weeks out from being done with the thing and like kind of randomly sent a few applications out. But one of them got back to me and, you know, went through the interview process and went well. And it's actually at the company I'm still at now. And so pretty much went straight into working like right from running. And so I feel like I was keeping this like intensity high for a while to where I like didn't even really think about it. Uh, but then I don't know, it was it was different for sure. I think I'll, there's aspects of it I enjoy, you know, like uh, you're, 
you know, with running at a really high level, especially you're kind of like thinking a lot about it, a lot like your diet and all these things. Right. And especially when I was doing it the first time around, uh, you know, going on altitude trips and all these things. And it was like, I think at first I was kind of just basking in like the, you know, I'm not going anywhere this summer. We're together. Uh, were you know all these things whereas like you know my family had kind of shifted around me to help you know me be able to travel to mm. meets and all these things and it felt like it was kind of nice to just like I don't have to worry about whether I'm going to sleep eight hours tonight or whether I'm gonna <laughs> you know all those things it was like just kind of enjoying it um and I think that was but I but I think I was in the back of my mind probably like sad a little bit about how it ended like it kind of ended suddenly right and yeah like on a way that I wasn't probably processing at first because I was busy um which I think it was good but then I think as I was reflect I think that's kind of what has led to the comeback is it was like well do you feel like I had a little bit more in the tank and like didn't really get to explore that fully and so um but I, I was like it's kind of weird because it was like, and in some ways I was at my peak, you know, when I was forced to retire, but I was also like grappling with a little bit of burnout in running, right? At the same time, like I'd done it so long that it was like, I think ultimately this is kind of a good break for me mentally, whether I'll ever, like, I still think I probably had a better shot to make the Olympic team then than I do now, right? But I'm coming back in a way that it like, I feel like I will end with a healthier relationship towards running than mm. uh, how I retired the first time, I guess, in a yeah. way. Because um, I feel like I, I ended, the way it ended with Nike and things, it like, I just felt a little bitter, like frustrated and bitter a little bit or whatever it'd be. Mm -hmm. at, um, and even though it's not running's fault at all, you know, <laughs> like the the just the act of running uh obviously <laughs> there was like you know a lot of mixed emotions mixed in there so i feel like now i'm coming back in a i don't know this this go around's been very positive and feels like kind of no matter what happens next year i think it'll still be positive right and so that's kind of nice yeah so do you feel like i don't know you mentioned the shift from like competitive running to going and all in on this boot camp do you feel like you for the rest of your life will have to have something that you're like all in on is that kind of your personality or I kind of I I've always been like a very I like to do things I guess um <laughs> like when I was still running you know and my wife and I uh so we actually adopted and so our kid when we were about to adopt or like we had made this choice we were in the middle of this house that was needing renovated we had bought an old fixture upper and um i had been working on it some and it was like one of those things but then we realized hey we're we're gonna have kids we can't have kids in this house that is like half destroyed right now like we we were going very slow we had no like real timeline on it at that point and so we were kind of just taking our time on it whatever and so like uh it's kind of a long story to be like that I do enjoy keep like you know having a purpose I guess uh mm -hmm. and so like at that point 
we were like re- like we moved into this rental and spent a year like rushing to to try and get our house done and add on a bedroom and all these things so that we could could have a family in our house uh and so like that was all leading into the world championship year that I made and had a good year and like I was pretty much like 50-50 full-time runner hobby contractor <laughs> where I was like doing a lot of the work myself and or ourselves and uh like well, actually that year on Christmas Eve I like had to like go insulate our insulate all our walls so that some drywallers could come like after Christmas and uh yeah it was a wild year but uh but that was too busy I would like to find like a a moderate amount of busy but uh yeah, like I like hobbies. Like I like to do woodworking, and I like to, you know, uh, play music with. My, I I recently am trying to like to play music. I guess I was a drummer growing up, but my son and I have been taking guitar lessons together lately. Oh, that's cool. Uh, hoping like you know there'll be more times for those things. But I guess I I like to stay busy. Whether I need to be like gung ho on something. I don't think necessarily i think uh probably my job will get a little more attention again once i'm done running but uh if you'd like to continue listening to this episode of the podcast you'll need to subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash indiana runner once you do you'll get access to all full-length episodes of the interview portion of the podcast in addition to other subscriber only content including extra content from colin and taylor book club episodes the ability to ask my guests questions and much more Thanks again for listening to and supporting this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you on Patreon.